This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Nuss. <sighs> fanfare, fanfare, fanfare. I know. <laughs> we are going to go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. Let's go. Uh, so yesterday and every day this week, I have been running, walking, doing all the things. And no. This is what I can tell you, good listeners. I am not just talking about working out, which is what I talked about yesterday. Make sure that you are moving your body. Here's the deal. I don't think I'm going to need any help with that for the next couple of weeks. Um, I work in public relations for a health system and... It's real, people. The craziness that you can imagine is our world right now is real. And you're all living in it. Um, And I get to help the people at the front lines of it. And so it's real. I see it. And today I woke up and I opened um, my book, The 4x4 Diet by Erin Opria. And she has like a great resource at the back of that book of workouts because I don't follow a diet, yo. Um, But I really love the workouts in there and I love how she structures her workouts. And if you don't know who Erin Opria is, um, go ahead and check out The Legs of... Carrie Underwood and Casey Musgraves and pretty much every country music star that has a banging body can be attributed to Erin Opria. So (laughs) check her out. I follow all things Erin Opria because for goodness sake. So anyways, in her book today, my suggested workout was just get 10,000 steps. Make sure you get your steps and that's not going to be a problem. Um, a majority of my days have been spent <laughs> replenishing communication, um, changing communication. So signage and uh, all the things we've been updating, we've been working and hustling and helping to make things happen. And so <laughs> I said on my Instagram today, this will not be a problem. I'm in healthcare communications, like walking everywhere, all over, clinics, hospitals, entrances, whatever, is a reality. Um, So this won't be an issue. This I can promise. And so that's my great thing. I did wake up and bike anyways, just because there are so many things coming at all of us right now. And that mental clarity is so vital. And moving my body every day helps with that so much, right? Helps with my ability to show up stronger, more focused, more ready to take on anything. And that doesn't mean that I didn't come home last night, not do my dishes. I made supper, but it was a struggle and just want to sit and not take anything in and not think and not 
read and not write and not do anything. Like I'm like, you probably, you've been off social media for a while. You probably need to get back there. Make sure that you're creating a presence and it's just a lot right now. Um, working in the industry that I work in and seeing how many people are just running into the fire trying to get out anything that they can is so inspiring and my only hope with what I'm doing is that I can help alleviate any more stress that you already have right that I can help with anything that you need help with because I know I don't have the hard job I know it's it's the people who are fielding the questions. It's the people who are doing the testing. It's the people who are seeing the people, you know, and having to turn away people. And man, it's hard. So if you can do anything for anyone, um, yesterday someone sent me, my sister-in-law actually sent me and said, thank you for working in healthcare. Now, this is what I can tell you. It's a struggle to even have five minutes to go use that $5. Um, But eventually, we'll have some light and we'll be able to go um, take advantage of that. So my only advice working in healthcare is don't ask about what's going on because we don't know right just ask how people in healthcare are doing and what you can do to help them because it's not just the not all of the fears that you're having everyone in healthcare is still having to deal with and manage right We still have to figure out how to get toilet paper and how to keep our houses stocked with food when everywhere is running low and we aren't working from home. So we don't have time to go to grocery stores when they restock, right? And all of the things that you're dealing with, we're also dealing with and we're still working, right? And so then imagine, right? Daycares are probably going to start shutting down soon if they haven't already. So then what do you do with your kids? Because now they're home. Right? So my only advice, if you're talking to someone in healthcare, don't ask what's going on. What do they know? Ask how they're doing. Right? Take a second to just give them space to have feelings in this moment because they haven't had much space at all. They've just been running into fires. So that's my only advice and my only high horse on the topic. Acknowledgement of the spaces that they're in. And the same goes for any industry that isn't allowed to shut down right now, right? Grocery stores, um, pharmacies, all the places that keep us alive. I'm sure that I'm missing places. Media outlets, right? There are so many people that 
don't have a choice and don't want a choice, right? You don't have to feel bad for us because the people that I see every day want to be here, want to make this better, want to make a difference, right? So it's not, it's not a, oh, I feel so bad. I know most people running into the fire want to be there and wouldn't be anywhere else if they could. So the most you can do for them is give them space to feel what they feel and to just ask how it's going. Um, so my great thing was getting up and moving anyways. I know that my day is going to be filled with so many unknowns, is going to be filled with so many steps, and I can only imagine what everyone else's world is, um, And I just chose to get up and move anyway. And I know that might not be what's helpful for you, um, but it could be, right? And it doesn't have to be anything crazy. I just sat on my bike and read the news and read Facebook and um, nothing crazy. I didn't go hard. I definitely didn't go hard enough to sweat, but I'm still moving. And that's going to help to provide clarity to my entire day and help keep my body up and running. And that does not mean that I will not come home tonight and crash and possibly even tell my husband that he's going to have to make supper because I just don't have headspace for it right now. Um, Because that's the honest thing. There are so many things going on. on top of what is a very abnormal workspace for people. There's just a lot going on outside of that as well. So that's my great thing. I'm certain you have great things. I know it's happening. I know every listener that's here is so grounded in their greatness that they don't even know how to walk through doors with their bad self. Like, Girl, go. Go, girl, go. Do it. Do the damn thing. Whatever great looks like for you. Did you teach your kids yoga? Did you teach your kids? I mean, for goodness sakes, the amount of memes that are out there about teachers and how TF they do this. Seriously. Um, Right? Or maybe you didn't do anything at all. And you gave yourself mental health time. And I can't even talk to you about how important that is, right? Whatever your great thing is, it is valid here. I am here for it and for you. Help us celebrate with you. You can submit your own great thing at nussinc.com. Go ahead and head over there to do that. Let's go. Um, So today I was like, I'm feeling kind of heavy on the coronavirus topic. It, it is so heavy um, that it's hard to not talk about. So I, I will. Um, this reflection here, this, this podcast really is my life unfolding in real time. And so it's important that I bring you what's going on 
in these moments and how I'm overcoming it. And this is the story of the death of my dream, but also of being reborn and um, acknowledging and finding space that I want to take up, right? And that's what you're a part of. You're a part of how I make that happen. And I'm so excited to uncover all of this with you. And my goals are that we build something amazing together. That you get in on the baseline of this thing, of this death of a dream movement. That this very movement that's happening in real time, that I am unfolding with you every day as I work through the cogs of what this becomes, the spaces that my head goes to, whatever is going on in real time I want to bring to you. And so this moment, this fact, this idea, this thing that's going on is happening. And I promise to all of you to bring what is happening in my world, right? That's always been my promise that I'll be here bringing you what's going on. So that's what's going on. That is so much a part of my world right now that I called all of us to do something with this time. And yesterday... I'm like, oh, I should be doing this. I challenge everyone to do this. What am I doing? And yesterday, I just didn't have energy or space to show up any more extra than I already had. I just needed to turn everything off and shut down. And I did. I took that time because I needed it, right? And I am blessed enough to have that, right? I'm blessed enough to, to know that I can take that time, that I can take that space, um, and that other people would let me, um, my husband and my children included. So I'm excited to find some space and I probably won't find it this week um, just with the daily demands of what I'm being asked to do working in healthcare um, and I by no means am a important part of what healthcare looks like right now all I'm trying to do is provide support wherever I can however I can for the people who are doing that work um and even just that is draining, right? I don't even play an important role and I feel the strain. And so you can only imagine what other people are going through, right? Um, so it's okay. It's okay for your anxiety or your stress to take over in moments like this. I don't want you to stay there, but I am going to allow you to feel those feelings, to shut down if you need to, right? I needed to last night and I feel a lot more recharged and refocused today than I did 
um, at the end of yesterday, but that's what we have to do. We have to keep figuring out ways to recharge, to come back, to show up, to do it, right? And that's what we can all be called to do, right? We can just show up however we can in the best way that we can and trust and listen to your body. If it needs to shut down, just give it that time if you can, right? Give it some space, even if it's just 10 minutes where you take nothing in, where you do nothing, give it space. Your body's going to tell you what you need right now, right? And if it's, if it's anxiety, if it's something like that, just grant yourself grace. Don't beat yourself up over feeling those things, right? It doesn't mean that you're weak. It just means that you feel threatened and it's okay. It is. It's okay. Let yourself take up space there too. Not so much that you live there for longer than a day or two, right? Start figuring out ways to combat it, whatever you're feeling, if it's anxiety, if it's whatever, start working on what makes you feel better. And it might be movement. That's what we talked about yesterday. Keep moving, start moving, whatever that looks like. Doesn't have to be jogging on a treadmill, doesn't have to be um, pushing yourself to the limit, working out so hard that you almost pass out. It can be dance party. It can be playing hide-and-seek with your kids. It can be doing um, plank challenges. <laughs> Whatever it looks like for you, just make sure that you're paying attention to your mental health. And part of that one thing that you can do that you can control is your movement um, through this time. Let yourself be active. Let yourself... Be all the things that your body's calling you to be. Okay? I love you. I feel this for you. I feel everything, right? And I don't feel everything that you're feeling, promise. But I feel for everyone in these situations. There's no exact playbook. We talked about that yesterday. There's no exact way to get through this. And that's what's hard. So Grant Grace, move, move your body. I know you're tired. Move, do it, um, whatever it looks like. And today I was like, oh, what am I going to talk about? Right, I talked about how coronavirus seems so heavy, but this is where we are. This is what I'm dealing with, and so it belongs here. Not talking about it would be craziness. Um, and I opened my book and it's a, um, fierce, free and full of fire by Jen Hatmaker. If you haven't been exposed to that book, um, it will come out the end of April. Pre-order it now, right? Get all the things. Yesterday I was like, oh, I need to go do my pre-order things. I need to share all the things and... I just didn't have mental space to take anything else in. And so I couldn't do it. I couldn't and I want to. 
um, but I just couldn't. So we're going to talk about, I opened up to the next chapter that I'll be on, um, and it's titled, I Need Some Help. And I think all of us have probably been there in the last two weeks. And with anxiety and mental health, I think there's this stigma that we aren't supposed to reach out and we aren't supposed to ask for help and we should just cover these things up. And it doesn't make you weak. It makes you real. Right? I was explaining yesterday to a group of people um, not a group of 10 or more, a group of three, how I don't struggle with anxiety and going into Walmart made me anxious, right? And we had a um, health system leader come on and talk about in a news conference about mental health. She didn't talk about coronavirus. She didn't talk about what's going on. She she talked to an audience that needed her. And there were some people who were like, what the heck? This is supposed to be on coronavirus. But she was spot on. It was one of the most timely and perfect messages that there could have been. And she wasn't talking about it in ways that no one could understand. She was talking about timely mental health issues that are going on right now with people related to this. And she was talking about it in such a real way. And some people in the comments were making fun of her. And yeah. She sounded wildly different from the other health professionals in the room, and she needed to. The things that she said were so spot on with what people are feeling right now, with where people are going mentally, and if no one talked about that, no one would have gotten through to the people who are experiencing that right now, who are feeling justified in their reactions and they should and she was helping guide them through what this was going to look like for the next couple of weeks and it may have been unorthodox and it may have not come from a suit with a tie and for all of those reasons she was spot on and for all of those reasons everybody wanted to look at her and just go oh what are you even talking about? Why are you even talking about that? And I can guarantee that there was a huge group of people that were suffering mentally with all the things that are going on that felt comfort in her words. And people can look down and they can say that that isn't how it's supposed to look, that that isn't how this reaction is supposed to sound. And I can tell you right now that that is exactly what we need more of. Because if and when this all continues, and it will, if you don't get the coronavirus, the anxiety and the mental health side of all of this is going to be bigger than the virus itself. Dealing with a pandemic 
isn't something that's easy to handle from a mental health standpoint, right? The trickle-down effects of all of this is real. And never mind the fact that we're trying to limit your outside contact with providers because we are trying to save resources at this point. Right? Because we don't know. This could all go away, but it could also all get very much worse. And so we have to kind of gear up for that thought and that idea because we don't know and no one knows. And so the trickle-down effect is how everyone is feeling in reaction to this type of thing, a pandemic. And if we don't start speaking to those audiences, they will go unheard and they will be hurt. I saw someone that lives in an apartment complex that had shared that she had already witnessed or heard three domestic disputes where police were called. Right? It's the fear of the unknown. It's the fear of the lack of control. And it's okay to ask for help. I think opening that chapter really was so timely um, because we shouldn't feel bad for feeling what we feel, for having the reactions that we have, for feeling hurt or scared or stressed or fear. We shouldn't feel bad for that, right? And there will be trauma related to what's going on. And there is trauma that people are experiencing because of past trauma that they've had. That when they get back to this place where they feel threatened or out of control or fearful, that they go back to that place where they felt that last time and that is what makes all of this very hard and very delicate. It's not just the virus. It's the trickle-down effect of dealing with a pandemic. And so when this healthcare worker stood up and started talking, she was spot on. And I couldn't help but feel bad for her because compared to the last four people that got up and spoke, she looked like a real person. And I think that's what we needed in that moment. We didn't need mental jargon about what's going on. We needed this real conversation with this real person who was willing to show up as the person that they are every day. And give the message they felt needed to be given in that moment. Right? Not just carbon copy of what everyone else had said. She hit on a topic that she knows is a struggle. And she spoke a lot different than the other people. But I guarantee she connected with a group of people that really need help right now. 
that are really struggling with the mental health side and reaction of all of this. Because that's what's coming next, is the recovery and cleanup of everyone's headspaces that they've been in. Right? I know. I know it's hard. I know it's low. And all I can say is reach out for help. And I know that help probably isn't even there. Um, because I'm sure they're overwhelmed trying to help any and everyone through what this looks like now, through how we manage this side of it while we're trying to keep people out because we're trying to manage the spread of it, right? I know it's all so heavy right now. And so from a mental health standpoint, give yourself the space that you need, right? Social distance yourself not only from people, but from socials, from news sources. My friend Katie spoke to this um, the other day on her Facebook Live, I think. Take in what you can mentally handle. And then cut it off. Don't give yourself access to more than you need. Because if you want to go down a loophole, if you want to scare yourself straight... You definitely can, and there's any which way you can think of, right? There's extremes on both sides. And if you want to go down that rabbit hole, if you want to continue experiencing the anxiety, then stay there. But if you want out, take in as much as you need to feel confident in the decisions that you're making and control the things you can control, right? And then cut yourself off. It's okay. You don't need to know everything, right? It's okay. Take a breath and breathe. And give yourself grace and space. You can check out all things The Death of a Dream at our website, nussinc.com. You'll find blogs there. You'll find other things there. You can share your great thing. You can also sign up for a chance to be interviewed by The Death of a Dream. If you have a really cool story um, that connects with this message, I'd love to talk to you on here. Um, you can also find me on all socials uh, at Instagram. It's Hannah.Ness. I shared what my workout plan was today <laughs> on Instagram. And I don't feel like I'll have any problem getting those steps in. Trust, it's been a running world for me the last couple of days. And I'm here for that work if it means supporting the people who are doing this work because it is hard. Like I said, take a chance to... Not only love on a healthcare worker today, but take time to ask them how they're doing. Because I don't think people are asking them that. And maybe they are. Um, but don't just try to get information from them. We don't know anything. 
we know about as much as you do. Um, so ask them how they're doing. Try that instead. Because everybody, every second is asking the other question. Be the difference. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do?